first, let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. Rough Greens is what I uh, feed my dog. Where's my dog? Uno. Wow. Come here, buddy. You chased him you? away already. Here he is. That's, that's, uh, I chased him away. Here he is. Yes, hello, buddy. <laughs> um, and Uno is, uh, Uno is the best dog ever. And I just love him so much. And uh, that's why we give him Rough Greens. And he eats them. Uh, he eats his food like nobody's business, don't you, bud? Uh, and uh, and he just he just loves it, and he is a different dog. Uh, I think he's uh, Uno's not going to much wanna, more active. He's not going to want to come back from the what? ranch, is he? Come here, buddy. No, he's not. No, he's not. You're not going to want to come back from the ranch, are you? <laughs> Go to uh, roughgreens.com, uh, roughgreens, R-U-F-F-greens.com, slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33. Oh, yeah, now he wants to play with his ball. Come on. Uh, 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com, slash back. See the difference in your dog. It really does work. All right, back in just a second. 15 seconds. Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the program. There's a lot going on. First of all, more than a thousand, more than a thousand employees at the CDC have signed a letter calling for the agency to address ongoing and recurring acts of racism and discrimination against the black employees there at the CDC. It also calls for the CDC to declare racism a public health crisis in the U.S. Oh, okay. This is fantastic. Kids, you're never going to go to school ever again. And I'm beginning to think that's kind of a good thing. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about Tacova's boots. Tacova's boots are the kind of boots that you can wear uh, any place. You can wear them to the opera. Number. Uh, you can you can wear them while you're working in the big city. You can wear them while you're working around town. You can wear them while you're in the fields. Um, although I don't know if you're going to want to because they're just such great boots. Tacova's boots um, are comfortable. They are made by hand. Two hundred over two hundred steps uh, made by hand. Really, truly a remarkable boot uh, in all of the kinds of uh, leathers and skins that you might want on your on your uh, cowboy boot made the way they used to make them and made now for about half the price of what you'll get a similarly um, uh, quality boot for. It's Tecovis Boots at T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck Tecovis Boots. Find your Western wear. For your frontiers at tecovis.com slash Beck. Tomorrow night, the most dangerous agenda of Black Lives Matter. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, Myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, 
We are trained Marxists. The Marxist plot to transform America by destroying the family. We are super versed on sort of ideological theories. Glenn fights back with the facts. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Tomorrow night, if if you're not awake yet, uh, I don't know what's going to wake you up. Uh, but tomorrow night, we go over the Black Lives Matter agenda to destroy the family. Uh, in about an hour, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. And we're also going to show you that, whoa, lo and behold, the Marxist and the uh, Islamist are now joining together in the cause to destroy the Western way of life. And that includes the the nuclear family, which they now say is a capitalist invention. <laughs> really? Because, uh, wow, I remember reading about the family, uh, you know, forever. Uh, but uh, maybe it's just me. We'll get to that coming up in just a second. Also, can I ask you a question? Have you seen the the Ted Cruz scandal? On American Airlines. Have you seen it, Stu? <laughs> no, I've missed almost all of Ted Cruz travel-related news recently. You haven't seen this? Mm. It's everywhere. Really? <laughs> yeah, Ted Cruz was uh, on a uh, American Airlines plane, and, uh, and he was photographed not wearing his mask. Now, he had a cup of coffee in his hand. See the cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was wearing a mask, according to American Airlines, but then he decided to take it off. To drink his coffee, that bastard. which is, yeah, well, it's not only uh, it's not only okay with the uh, policy of the airline to drink your coffee without a mask. It is also common sense uh, to drink your coffee without a mask. So he's not wearing a mask while he's drinking his coffee. Nobody had a problem except the guy in the seat next to him, and uh, he tweeted, "I I I'm in danger. Ted Cruz refuses to wear a mask." Not true at all. Now, this is the big story in the last, I don't know, 12 hours, maybe. And uh, and you're seeing this story everywhere. Now, may I give you another airline story that happened at about the same time? And let me ask you if you've heard of this story. Uh, on uh, On Saturday, so a day earlier... Uh, flight 422 bound for Chicago O'Hare from Seattle had a man moving through the cabin yelling, quote, I'm going to kill everyone and just accept it. I'm going to kill. I'm quoting still. I'm going to kill everyone on the plane unless you accept Jesus was a black man. Multiple times he shouted, die in the name of Jesus. Uh, According to Alaska Airlines, the man became extremely belligerent and physically aggressive during the ascent. It occurred about 1115. Three passengers, including a law enforcement officer and a flight attendant, attendant, helped subdue, uh, subdue the man. The plane had to return to Seattle Tacoma Airport. Again, I will kill everyone on this plane unless you accept Jesus was a black man. Now, just a compelling just for color, he does. Just for color, I thought I would uh, add in. uh, This was a skinny white dude that was doing this, (laughs) Uh, a Seattle radical. 
Now, so far, no charges have been filed. Was it was it in the Chaz jurisdiction? It it might have been. Could have been the problem. Uh, it might have been. Um, I'm I'm just I'm I'm wondering why no charges. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Forgot Seattle. No, no. Wait a minute. That is federal jurisdiction. This guy causing terror on an airplane. Imagine anyone saying that. You would be in jail. You should be, or in an asylum. Now uh, that we're, you know, while we're here at double standards, and I don't want to talk about the double standard of this, I want to talk about Nick Cannon. Now, I am proud to say I don't even know who Nick Cannon is. Uh, Nick Cannon, apparently a big star. Uh, he's on America has talent or they've got show talent. Us your wasabas or whatever it is. They've got talent. Okay. And uh, he's wonderful. Uh, formerly married to Mariah Carey, I hear, Stu. Yes, formerly married to Mariah Carey. Used to do a radio show at the same station my wife did. Uh, so she's met him before. And mm-hmm. he said he was very nice. Um, but again, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's not Jewish. So that may have been the reason why right. they had such a nice relationship. Well, she is white. Mm-hmm. Okay. He seems to have a problem with white people and Jewish people. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently um, he hosted on his podcast that is all the rage these days with the kids. Uh, he hosted rapper Professor Griff, uh, who is who is very anti-Semitic and, you know, has said things like Jewish families secretly control the world um, and, and that also black people can't be anti-Semitic because they're the real Semitic people. Now, is he a, an actual professor? Do we know if this is coming from an academic background? Don't think he is. I think it's kind of like Professor X, okay. uh, who I don't know was a real professor either. Mm. Um, he said, in order to be anti-Semitic, I'd have to be an anti-black man, anti-black woman, anti-black people, anti-black Africa, uh, and anti-all other people. Mm. And I can't be because I'm black. And... Um, the real Semitic people are black. Okay, well, this sounds kind of like the Nation of Islam uh, and Louis Farrakhan. Probably is because he and his his buddy Cannon seem to really like Louis Farrakhan. Um, apparently, uh, they spoke positively of Louis Farrakhan uh, and the Nation of Islam. And Cannon said, when you have a person who has the lack of pigment, the lack of melanin, uh, that they know will be, an- they know they'll be annihilated. Therefore, they know that, however, they've got, they've got the power. They have the lack of compassion because melanin, uh, comes with compassion. I didn't know that. Did you know that skin pigmentation is also equal to compassion? Again, I would not, I would not so question the darker a you are on this. Uh, no, that was canon. Oh, okay. That yeah, was then. just the, sounds crazy then. That was just the stupid actor. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, he says uh, pigmentation comes with soul. That's what we call we call soul brothers and soul sisters, um, and that's uh, melanin, and it it it, it uh, connects us to the people that don't have it. Uh, and I, I'm going to say this carefully. This is what he gets careful. I'm going to say this carefully, um, uh, but um, you know they're they're a little less where the term actually comes uh comes from i'm I'm gonna bring it back around to minister farrakhan 
that uh, white people and Jewish people just may not have compassion. Uh, when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, they didn't have the power of the sun. Oh, I, well, I've got my decoder ring. Are you wearing your sun-controlling decoder ring, Stu? Because I've got the power of the sun in my yes, ring. Yes, solar power, too. So it does work that way. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. good, good. Yeah, right, all right. So we still have the power to control the sun. The sun started to deteriorate them. So they were acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of deficiency. So the only way they can act is evil. They have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight in order to survive. So these uh, people, and when I say, you know, these people, or when I say we, I speak of the melanated people. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric because they were in these Nordic mountains. Uh, and they're these rough, uh, torrential environments, so they're acting as animals, and they're the ones closer to animals. They're the ones who are actually the true savages. Um, I, I want to say, you know, the context when we speak of Jewish people, white people, Europeans, and the Illuminati, they're just doing these things as survival tactics to stay on the planet. Now, I didn't know any of that. Did you know any of that, No. Too? I, I I, I, um, it was a good thing that he was careful because that's a really kind of dicey scientific line <laughs> that you don't usually like to walk. Um, now, <clears throat> he has come out yesterday and responded, uh, to this. Uh, he said there was no malice or negative intent. But in a time like 2020, we've got to have these conversations. We do. We, we have to have those conversations. I mean, we can. Uh, I think somebody, well, I don't trust scientists quite uh, very much anymore, but maybe somebody with, you know, a clue that uh, <laughs> racist back in the, you know, progressive era were saying that pigmentation came with compassion or came with uh, intelligence. And that's been widely disproven. Um, you know, maybe somebody should be in the room that that knows a little something about that. But he said, I am you know, I, I didn't mean anything bad by this. Um, and, uh, you know, if there's an assumption that it was perceived as ignorant, well, then let's debunk it right away. Oh, Nick, that was so sweet of you. He said a few rabbis have reached out since then. And uh, he said, my podcast is specifically an academic podcast. Uh, to have tough and difficult conversations based off of text. And when I read something and something's not accurate, let's do away with it. I can't wait to sit down with some of the people to educate me. Um, you know, he said, uh, and I like this, too, because this, this goes right along with the thinking of Black Lives Matter. He said, for instance, my father, I don't agree with everything my father said. There's some things that he raised me with that are powerful and I hold on to. And some things I'm like, I don't agree with none of that. Uh, I can't be responsible for my father's words or actions, uh, you know, or or Minister Farrakhan. Uh, you know, he's been ministering and, and saying things that he has said that that's his voice and his fight. I can only be held accountable for what I've seen and heard and done. Wow, Nick. Now that is a revolutionary thought, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It's amazing uh, how people internalize these views and then just think they're normal. Like, you know, you, you hear about them your entire life from your friends, from your family, 
And then you think, oh, yeah, well, everyone knows X, Y, or Z is true, and, and it's not. I mean, you know, we go back to the Million Man March back in the day. I mean, this is under Louis Farrakhan, right? And it's like, he got he got some mockery from the right because only 400,000 people showed up. It's a, it's a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot yeah, of people. When you see the Farrakhan speeches uh, when, he, when he gets in trouble on Twitter and stuff, you look at them. It's, these are packed venues sometimes that are cheering loudly mm-hmm. for these crazy things that he is saying. And then we hear about there was one militia member in Montana who was planning. And it's like, all right, well, this movement never gets any attention except for the positive when they're meeting with congressmen and stuff. And you saw this happen with several athletes this past week when the Deshaun Jackson thing happened. Then Steven Jackson came out and said things. Uh, we have Nick Cannon now saying the same things. Like there's there's a there's a real foundation for the Farrakhan ideology that goes through these circles. Uh, and it seems to be overrepresented in in Hollywood and in athletes that believe this stuff. I just think it's true. And, can't, mm-hmm. and when you say they say it out loud, they're actually, I think, surprised that there's any pushback because when, is they, when have they ever received it before? Well, um, Deshaun Jackson has received a, a little bit of uh, pushback. Uh, he is he's now, I think, on his 12 tribe tour where he is <laughs> meeting with all 12 tribes, even the lost tribes. Yes. Uh, and uh, isn't he going to Auschwitz now? Yes, I was very concerned about it when I read that headline. I'm like, are they sending him there? Is that where we're, is that where this culture is? Are we sending <laughs> people to going? Auschwitz now when they so, say things that are wrong? <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this: um, Was he just a stupid idiot moron, or does he actually believe these things? My belief is that he's just a moron. Right. Like, who, why do we go to athletes and celebrities for opinions on these matters? We shouldn't ever. This is the thing. Before social media, you never heard the idiot, you know, football players opinion about about the, you know, the Jewish people. They just didn't say anything. They, they asked him about screen passes and fly patterns. Like, that's what they asked him about. Now they ask. They're constantly talking on, you know, they're on their own with no PR person tweeting quotes from hitler i don't know how we got that far but, <laughs> and it's not even hitler he didn't even get it right um you know i think honestly he probably read this it's, it's interesting when you look at the quote he, he just doesn't i don't think he has any idea he's ever thought about any of these things do i think he's hateful towards jewish people i sincerely doubt it i just doubt he's put any thought into it when you read the quote it has a lot of white person bashing in it and do i believe that deshaun jackson would 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 tweet a white bashing quote uh, and and correctly assume he would get no pushback at, at, uh, about it at all. I think that's really yes. possible because that's an acceptable yes, group possible. to just say terrible things about, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. because it said the way it was worded, and it's it's a it's a fake Hitler quote, but the way Quickly. it was worded was like white Jews, and it said white people a lot throughout it, and he probably just mistook it. That's not an acceptable excuse. But why do we care what Deshaun Jackson thinks about anything? Just say who cares. You know, if you have a chance here to, no, to but, educate him, but great. I, but but I that's also, the end of it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think we should move on from these these imbeciles uh, and just think about the people that we can save. But I, I find it interesting because, you know, in society, because it had Jew in the with white people and Jewish that crossed the line. Mm-hmm. If it was just white people. He probably would have gotten away with it. Totally. He probably would have been. No, nobody would have said anything. It's like this airline, this Alaska Airlines flight. Cruz is drinking a cup of coffee and it's a national scandal. 
But the guy saying it, the white kid standing up and saying, unless you unless you admit that Jesus was black, you're all going to die. I'm going to kill everybody on the plane. And they're thinking about pressing charges. I mean, you talk about a world upside down. Here we are, gang. Simply safe, top name in home security. And I mean, uh, finding out what home security really means uh, is coming your way. And you're going to want the top name. You're going to want the top name. Uh, it's, it's, it's not just all security cameras. Um, Simply Safe has a water sensor that will alert you if it comes into contact with any leaks in the house. If you've ever had to deal with water damage in a house, you know that it can cost you thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in damage. One of the people who works for me found out the other day when a uh, drain hose came loose upstairs and flooded the first floor of his new house. He now wishes he had Simply Safe. Whether it's video monitoring, sensing water leaks, gas leaks, whatever, window glass breaks, any of the great things that it does, Simply Safe has your back. And for 50 cents a day, it can monitor for you 24-7 and without a contract. Can you go wrong with that? Simply Safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get a free HD security camera. Simplysafebeck.com. Make sure you know who sent you. It's simplysafebeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I think it should be the Washington Weasels, <laughs> you know, instead of the Redskins, Washington Weasels. Now, that is an insult to weasels uh, everywhere. I know. Uh, but uh, do, you, do we have are there any I mean, while we're here on sports, is there any discussion on what it might be? Yeah, there's a couple of things. First of all, they did officially say they're going to change the name. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, they uh there's been a lot of names tossed around there's nothing official one of the issues they're having is that there have been um uh, trademark squatters that have been taking up every name for years now mm-hmm. uh trying to figure out mm-hmm. what it would be so they blocking the redskins access to it it seems like the courts generally speaking won't rule in their favor in these situations but uh it, it's making their life a lot more complicated doing this because they they're gonna almost every name they could feasibly pick has been taken by people who have uh, already trademarked it so it's going to be very difficult are the, we- are the weasels still available i like the weasels i, I mean are the washington weasels still available if so let's start with the artwork and let's go mm-hmm. uh, by the way uh, jeff zucker has announced a new expanded race team for cnn we'll program. tell you about it coming up <laughs> what <laughs> American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I don't know if Bentley is is, uh, co-sponsoring or Porsche, but uh, that race team sounds great. American, oh, it's a different kind? Okay. American Financing, these past few months, mortgage rates have fallen to all-time lows so many times that it's almost starting to feel like it's routine. But don't put it off because you can save all kinds of money right now. We have a situation right now where we may be falling into um, uh, 0% interest rates. But by the time we get there, I think we are going to be into so much chaos. You need to save money right now. 
And if we get there, go ahead and re-up again. But save money right now. You'll save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on refinancing or consolidating a loan. Get out of those high-interest credit cards. You can now get like 3.5% interest for your home without resetting it. American Financing, 800-906-2440. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code to fight the mob. Save 20 bucks off your annual subscription. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. From the Standing Rock Ranch. My diggity dog, Pat Gray, is joining me. <laughs> along uh, with my uh, producer, Dr. Stu. Uh, welcome to the program. Um, how you doing, Pat? Oh, are you kidding me? How could you not be perfect right now? How could you not? Well. Everything is going well, so uh, well. I've got s- it is. Mm-hmm. I've got some good news for you. I've okay. got some good, really good news for you. Good. Um, Jeff Zucker has announced, he sent out a, m- a memo on Monday expanding, they say it's part of the network's broader effort to ensure coverage and race coverage remains a permanent part of our journalism, which I think everybody's excited mm. about, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you've been saying about CNN. I wish it could be uh, uh, more about race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not less, of course. Well, I'm just wondering, when, um, when are he, we going to have the conversation? And now it's nice to know that we're going to have one. <laughs> we're going to have the conversation, yes. Good, good. So uh, Zucker. Praise CNN's past coverage, describing it as powerful and emotional and crediting it with helping to shed light on the growing movement against institutional racism. And he says, today, I'm pleased to announce that we're making uh, an even more significant sustained commitment to ensure race coverage is a permanent part of our journalism. Many talented journalists around the organization work on or around on race, blah, blah, blah. We will have now dozens of CNN journalists who will regularly report on our stories on this beat across digital news gathering, our contributors and beyond. There is now a new and expanded CNN race team. (laughs) Wow. Now, I'm I'm not sure I... I'm still going to go with the Bentley race team myself, um, you know, or, you know, or the, the Porsche has a nice race team uh, itself. But CNN coming in um, now, maybe it's NASCAR. So I don't know. Maybe CNN uh, having their race team in uh, on a NASCAR would be would be really good. But uh, they've just made it better. Well, it's going to continue to get better. I mean, everybody's on this bandwagon now. The Washington Post is telling the Texas Rangers it's time to change their name. Wait, the Rangers? What? Why? How? When did that become Texas Rangers. racist? Okay. All right. All right. Well, the Texas Rangers do have a dicey, uh, a dicey history. Um, just the Bonnie and Clyde part of the uh, Texas Rangers story. So I would imagine it's it's a little dicey from there. The the Rangers had been kind of uh, uh, pulled back uh, during the time of uh, Bonnie and Clyde because they were known as just they would go out and they would get the guy and they'd kill him. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, when the when the governor finally put the Texas Rangers on body and Clyde, there was a, a lot of problems with it because some people were saying these guys are just brutal killers. 
Um, so I, I don't know the race part of it. I only know that part from Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, but, you know, they, they probably do have a dicey history. Um, but uh, I don't think that's the way anybody looks at the Texas Rangers now. No, you know? they, they don't. Um, Matt Walsh wrote, the Texas Rangers battled Indian tribes like the Comanches who captured and tortured innocent people to death, gang raped women before murdering them. Uh, they did this regularly as a matter of course, but somehow the Rangers were the undisputed bad guys. Uh, you know how? I mean, it's it, the, the Washington Post said to know the full history of the Texas Rangers is to understand that the team's name is not so far off from being called the Texas Klansmen. <laughs> wow. I really, I mean, uh, did have they made mistakes in the past? Probably, but I mean... Are they really, is it really that bad an organization that they're, you should call them the Texas KKK? Uh, um, Sarah, could you just do me a favor, please? Could you just uh, tell me what Barack knows? Uh, I'm trying to remember from <laughs> Michelle Obama what. And Barack, Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to uh-huh. have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. Yeah. Mm. into a different place oh my gosh uh mm. you know that was frightening when she said it uh back in uh, 07 and 08 mm-hmm. uh, it's terrifying now because it's all happening it's all happening all of it big time did you I see mean, look at what they're look at what they're just destroying right now look what they're doing to our kids yeah. by not going to school by by los angeles not going to school look at what's going to happen to los angeles a it is not the the homeschooling thing is not working for a good number of kids. They're not getting homeschooling. Uh, you know, uh, leave it to Beaver is not happening in everybody's house. So there you've got a whole probably half of the kids. And I put my kids in this category. We're having a hell of a time getting my kids uh, to to do homeschooling. And I'm telling you, if my if the school the kids are put in, if that is going to stay on homeschooling, we're out because I, my kids won't do it. My kids won't do it. So you're, you've got a generation where at least half of them are now going to be a year, a year and a half without real schooling, without interaction. You're going to have the parents who are some of them are single and have a single income who are having to stay home. You are you are taking this whole country into poverty and at the same time you're just you're taking the teenagers who are the the most likely to revolt the teenagers and giving them even a worse education than you were giving them before and i don't know how that's possible yeah it's uh, this this fall school year is going to be really fascinating because they've already <laughs> been out for how long has it been 5 months have they been out for five months? And then, yeah. and then if you're going to continue it to the end of the year and into next year. No way. Plus, no way. Plus no the way. colleges are, USC actually raised their tuition and their classes are all going to be online this fall. How, how do they get away with that? 
You've got all the resources. They get away with it because people are dumb enough to. to yeah, they're dumb enough to pay for it. Yeah, our our parents. What are you doing? You know what's happening in our colleges right now. You know where all of this is coming from. And how many of us are still going to send our kids to a university? Stop it. You know you can get all of the classes from MIT online free. Free. Mm. You've got to find. Did you? You guys talked about what is it? The St. Andrews School up here in Idaho. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. That was we, do yeah. we still have that ad? I'm, that ad was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was great. W- w- really, great. we've got to find these places where our kids are not being mm. indoctrinated. Yeah, because it's going on even at the most conservative of schools. Yeah, I mean, like I have you know, oh, yeah. kids who are average of eight years old right now. And I was thinking about this of like, you basically start remembering things in detail what, around five, maybe six, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. You know, give or take, maybe four, some memories, but like, you know, five, six in that a- area, like they have that period of their life where they're really remembering things is what, three years old. And now five months of it is COVID. I mean, you're talking about mm-hmm. 15% mm-hmm. of their life that they would remember is now living under lockdown, not being able to go to school, having to stay away from people <clears throat> and throw masks on or whatever. This is like, a, I mean, it's at some level, at some level, this is making severe, uh, you know, alterations to the way our kids are growing up. It's not nothing. It's not like, oh, you guys just don't want to take care of your kids at home. I mean, certainly with my wife, that's a huge part of it. But I mean, there is also uh, <laughs> other separate uh, aspects of this that are that are important. Like we're changing the way that these kids' entire childhood is going to look. And, you know, mm-hmm. look, we, we all have to deal with this really terrible thing going on. But bringing normalcy back into especially younger kids lives is something that we should really strive for if it's at all possible i think bringing normalcy into older kids like me is really important (laughs) like i can't do without football this fall and it looks like we're gonna have to well college at Uh, least college football at least and and then i don't see how the nfl the first time anybody gets covid on on an nfl football team they're gonna shut the whole thing down don't you think i mean it's it's just too it's You're too crazy still, right now. Hmm. Look at this. This is the problem. This is why America will will eventually lose. We'll just slide into you know to slavery because everybody's like they what what has the NFL and Nike and all these people what have they not done to you in the last year? What have they not done? They've done everything but strap you to a table and jab scalpels in your eyes, and so? you're still like. Man, I'm so? going to miss the football season. <laughs> I just don't go to football players for my moral leadership. Why does everybody else? Mm-hmm. Why does everyone care what it's the NFL thinks about them. any of these things? I don't care. I it, want them to go run it's around and them. throw the ball it's to the each other. It's the NFL. What do you the thought? one thing I liked about the NFL was they were always very American. You know, when you when I I, I only watch them on the Super when, Bowl, and so they always had this very mm-hmm. American, very father son kind of thing. Black Lives Matter. One of their stated goals is to break up the family. Yeah, that's evil. Yes. And anyone within the sound of my voice, if you, especially if you are in my faith. You know how evil that is. That is the basic building block. The way God creates the universe is through the family. And their stated goal is to break the family up mm-hmm. and to destroy the nuclear family. That is unabashed 
evil and you have to stand against it. Mitt Romney, you are you are a worthless, worthless member of the faith. If you can't see that. I'm sorry, I'm not damning him to hell. He's just going to hell. Um, He is. What are you doing when you're marching with people? And you, and they are stated their goal is to destroy the family. How is that possible? How is that possible? I don't know. Anyone I else you want to damn to hell at this uh, particular juncture? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about you for this <laughs> remark right now. <laughs> no, but th- this is this is my frustration mm. on we just keep giving in. And look at what the NFL is doing. The NFL has caved on everything. Well, and they've caved on everything every, that is right. It's it's the same with Hollywood, and you still go to movies. Yeah. You love Broadway. Every one of those guys would right. all of them are the same the street way. if they had the opportunity. Right? It's just that you don't like football, and so you don't care about football. I mean, so it's it's much don't you to call? Say. Don't call? Don't call me hypocritical. <laughs> I'm busy calling you hypocritical. It's even worse. Don't point out when I'm wrong. When I'm in the middle of pointing out how wrong you are, it's even do that worse on your own you. time and on your own show. Because uh, these people in Hollywood actually hate you individually. I mean, yes. the NFL doesn't hate me and Pat. They don't even know who we are. These people in Hollywood hate you specifically, and you still go to their movies. Stop what I am trying to. When I am clearly wrong, but making a very yes. good point, do not interrupt me from here on out. My gosh. <laughs> now, that's how someone who's going to the Radio Hall of Fame handles yes, the situation right, right there. That's impressive. Right? <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. If I lose to the people on NPR, I'm going to hang myself. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because a lot of people would vote for NPR if they thought that were true. Um, all right. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor. Uh, this half hour by the way have you seen what the mayors have done the mayor's association of uh, of america what is it the uh the 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 national mayor council or conference of mayors uh they're uh they're calling for reparations mm. so we got that going for us anyway uh, relief factor let me tell you let me tell you some good news about david he's a longtime listener avid fan of the game of golf uh and he listens to us because of our golf coverage uh <laughs> Hmm. It's just so good. Uh, but there came a time when, when uh, David wasn't able to play anymore because of extreme and frequent pain in his left hand and his right knee. So he had to give up golf. And that was bad enough. But he was in so much pain all the time uh, that it was causing problems in everything else that he was doing. He was desperate for some kind of relief. Then he heard me talk about relief factor like anyone would be. He was skeptical because I'm a DJ. I'm a recovering alcoholic DJ. What do I know? But I'm just telling you, people ask me all the time, do you really believe in the Emmanuel Kant said something in the 1700s that I barely even understood back in the 90s. And I've adopted it as my motto. There are many things that I uh, believe that I shall never say, but I shall never say the things that I do not believe. So it worked for me, works for David. David got a hold of a golf club again. He was back out on links playing as well as he ever did before. He got his life back by taking Relief Factor, and so can you. Call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we've got some news on uh, what... California is doing 
uh, with schools and churches, and it's time to rise up. Also, the attack on the family coming up, a little bit of that, uh, the attack on the economy as well. Uh, we are, I mean, we are under attack, and, and Lincoln said it best. Uh, if it happens, it's going to happen from an enemy within. And I feel that there are many enemies within, people who are who are actively engaged in sabotaging the United States of America. Uh, and uh, uh, you have to be aware of it and act accordingly. Um, and it is really up to the people of, I think, the churches and the Christians and the God-fearing people that understand a covenant. I, I think it's incumbent upon us to uh, save the nation. And it it will be maybe a remnant of the nation that survives. It uh, may be the entire nation and we begin to write a new chapter, but it will depend on whether the people in the churches wake up and uh, and and stop fiddling while uh, Jerusalem and, and Rome and Salt Lake and wherever is on fire. Um, Stu, we were just talking about uh, covid um, your feeling on the COVID thing, because I just I keep going back and forth. We talked to a doctor yesterday and he said it does more damage to keep people at home uh, than it's going to save. Well, and I, he said all these restrictions are, are are not scientifically backed at all anymore. I'm fascinated by the fact that, they, you know, they keep saying, like, all oh, these red states are responsible for the spread. When they also say it's all kids at bars. It's like, well, the 23 year old of bar is not a Republican voter. That's a Democratic voter. (laughs) (laughs) That's not red state fault. That's blue states inside of red states. Back in just a minute. So what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that is so complicated that you never use it. That is exactly the type of security system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simpler is safer and it's exactly why simply safe is the home security for right now when feeling safe at home has never been more important simply safe is there simply safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7 you can order online with a click of a button nobody's coming to your house you open a box place the sensors up plug it in and your home is protected around the clock no technician no salespeople. they don't disrupt your life and you don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract this is why simply safe was named best overall home security of 2020 by u.s news and world report head to simplysafebeck.com and get a free HD camera just because you listen to my show at simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you very much. I want to talk to you a little bit about Rectech Grills. Um, Rectech is a uh, Rectech is a just an unbelievable uh, grill that it will help you spend more time with your family. Um, been out the, on the back deck with the family cooking meals and just having a great time sitting down at a dinner and knowing that we all cooked it together. Um, and maybe a few small gatherings here and there uh, to get you out of the house. And, you know, if everybody's wearing a mask, maybe you can enjoy the fresh air together. Um, we're cooking on a Rectech, which is just the champion of smart grills. It's smart. It's sturdy. Um, the things that we cook on it come out perfectly. Smart technology allows for an even heat, and you you just can't go wrong. We made a peach cobbler in it the other day, 
delicious. Oh, you did wind Do up the making research, a dessert, people. huh? You, did, you, were, you were threatening this for weeks. Well, you actually made a peach well, cobbler on a grill? Look at me. Yeah. Uh, people in the know choose Rectech. Rectech, far and away the best bang for your buck. Rectech, built by grillers for grillers. Go to RectechGrills.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-C Grills with an S dot com. Do it now. RectechGrills.com. Make sure you tell them Glenn Beck sent you. 15 seconds. And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we are at war. Make m- make no mistake. We are absolutely at war. But we're not at war with flesh and blood. We're not. We are at war with darkness that you can't even begin to uh, see or understand. There is evil that is uh, sweeping the earth. And that is a word that about four years ago, I said, you know, I got to stop using the word evil. Nope, nope. When it's called for, uh, it should be used. And this is evil, what's happening to us. I just, I want to show you the destruction of the family, the destruction of the West. Uh, I want to show you how radicals, communists, socialists, anarchists, and Islamists have united to first destabilize Europe then America to destroy the Western way of life. Oh, it's all happening right now. And when did it start? Well, I think Barack Obama knew. What Michelle Obama, what did Barack know? And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. Oh, and we are. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So how important would you say your identity is to you? If you had to put a dollar amount on it, what would it be? Bearing in mind, of course, your identity doesn't just tie to your bank account or your credit cards. It ties to the very credibility of you itself. It ties to the members of your family and their futures. So how much is that worth to you? And how much scarier uh, is it when you think how much it's worth to a cyber criminal? It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And every day we put our information at risk on the Internet, and it is only going to get a thousand times worse. Fortunately, there is a company out there that is is working on behalf of you, trying to detect a wide range of these threats, and they work with you to either prevent them or clean them up when they do happen. And that's the really, that, I think that's the important thing about LifeLock is they have a team here in the United States that works with you to clean it up. Uh, and, and I mean, if I called you and said, hey, somebody stole your identity, would you even know where to begin? This is what these people do for a living. 
And they have that team because nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But LifeLock will see the threats that you might miss on your own. Now, join and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BACK. You can call them at 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head over to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BACK for 25% off. It's LifeLock.com, promo code BACK, or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. Uh, I want to encourage you to start keeping a diary. Uh, I think it will come in very, very handy in the years to come. And I think future historians will thank you uh, for doing that. I would urge you to print articles as you see them, uh, especially articles like, for instance, today uh, we open the show with a story about um, Ted Cruz on an American Airlines plane. That's everywhere. And American Airlines said, you know, no, he was wearing his mask. He was fine. But somebody said, I feel I feel endangered because he won't. He was refusing to wear a mask. It was a lie. Ted Cruz was doing exactly what the airline said he could do. He took off his uh, his uh, mask so he could um, uh, drink his coffee. That's what the airline says you can do. That's exactly what he was doing. But that story was out. But there was another story from Seattle that you probably haven't heard. Uh, A guy, a skinny white loser from Seattle, gets onto a plane going to Chicago O'Hare on Saturday, stands up and begins going through the aisles while they're ascending. And he's going through the aisles saying, I'm going to kill everyone on this plane unless you admit that Jesus was black. So admit it and die with Jesus. Now, he said this several times. I'm going to kill everyone on the plane. Uh, Where is that story? Where is that story? When you see those stories, please keep them. Also, start start preserving the things of American history that are being destroyed. Uh, as silly as it sounds, Aunt Jemima, um, these things are, are are going to be just tossed out, and and more and more. I think we're getting closer and closer to books. It's important that if you have important books, that you have them in hard copies and uh, not on Kindle. Uh, they can be taken from you at any time and deleted at any time on on a electronic device. Make sure you have hard copies of things. We are under attack. And. We have to stop looking at these things all as isolated incidents. I, I don't think they are. I don't think that there is a, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that COVID happened and just at the time that anybody who's really watching the markets knows that the market is, is toast, the, um, uh, the Fed is in trouble because of the spending that they've done. We, we watched it on this program, showed you that they were doing things without any explanation that they had never done before for six months leading up to COVID. And now they're just giving all this money to all of these big corporations. They're investing in the stock market. That's unheard of and not the place for the Fed. They are also underwriting our, our debt. In, in figures that are staggering. 
It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that I think that that's happening at the same time all of the corporations are are sucking up to Black Lives Matter. And it's not a coincidence that Black Lives Matter is here and and the New York Times is doing the 1619 project at the same time. And it's not a coincidence that both of those have been done, have had curriculums done for them and they're being pushed into our schools right now. It's not a coincidence that our churches are closed. California, you cannot accept this ban with churches. <laughs> it's not a coincidence that the left has said they wanted to destroy the wealth of the United States and destroy what? The entrepreneurial spirit. Do you remember when Barack got in and he started all of these things and all of these these local Marxists started banning um, uh, lemonade stands? Well, do you one better? If you watch your family lose everything because they were entrepreneurs and you're being taught that capitalism is bad in school, do you want to be an entrepreneur? It's not a coincidence that over 50% of restaurants now are closed for good. As of today, 41% of all businesses overall closed permanently. Now, those were the small businesses. And they were the ones that were ordered closed by the government. Bars, restaurants, gyms, yoga studios. The next wave, especially in California, you're toast. Texas cannot be closed again. The next wave that will be impacted will be those who weren't necessarily ordered closed state by state, but are impacted because of the larger chain stores that are closing. For the last few weeks, these are just some of the names that you will no longer see on buildings. Pier 1 Imports, gone. GNC, gone. J.C. Penney, Signet Jewelers. You know Signet Jewelers is, is K's or all of these other little diamond places. Those are all Signet Jewelers. Forever 21 is closed. Lululemon closed. Now they have closed either all or most of their stores in the last 60 days. Macy's, Gap, Walgreens, Office Depot, Banana Republic, Papyrus, all have announced closing hundreds of their stores. And the knock-on effect is the smaller stores that are located in the same shopping centers. The small shoe repair, the dress shop, the stationery store, the fashion store, the people who relied on the foot traffic in the mall or the, or the large chain store next to them. Public-private partnership between Uncle Sam and the U.S. commercial interest is almost entirely Fortune 1000 focused. And in a way, I guess it has to be. It makes sense the government would focus resources towards companies that can provide the broadest services like Walmart, CVS, 3M, Smithfield, Tyson Food. But the small businessman, the backbone of this nation, is left out in the cold. And still, that isn't the worst news. The U.S. budget deficit was 600 i'm uh, sorry 864 billion dollars in june almost a trillion dollars in four weeks total u.s debt now is closing in on 27 trillion when we last had an election it was 20 trillion it looks like in the next or in this four-year period the donald trump administration because of all of this 
will add $8.3 trillion. For 2020, debt per taxpayer is growing at two and a half times the rate of household income. The Federal Reserve is now buying an average of $9 billion of U.S. Treasuries per day. Not rolling over. Not buying old debt. Buying current, brand new debt. New issuance. Growing Treasury holdings by $300 billion a month. That is the modern monetary theory. All those elements are true, and that's all true without another round of COVID stimulus, which will likely be between a trillion, the Trump proposal, and three trillion, the Pelosi proposal. U.S. federal debt will be at $30 trillion by the end of the year, and that doesn't count any of the debt from the state or local. Also growing at rates never before seen. I saw a story the other day from Venezuela. Here's the headline. There is no more wealth to distribute. Venezuela poverty rate surges. They found that 64.8% of Venezuelan households experienced multidimensional poverty in 2019, a measure that takes into account income as well as the access to education and public services. Venezuela's poverty rate surged in 2019 to levels unmatched anywhere in Latin America as the once prosperous oil-producing nation's hyperinflationary economic collapse continued for a sixth straight year. There will be no more wealth to redistribute. And the Marxists and the anarchists and the Islamists, something that I was marked by every single person in the media, left and right. I was called a madman for saying it. Everything we talked about at Fox, everything is now in play. It's all here. And what is coming, my friend, is going to be tough unless we all stand together unless we return to our god unless we allow this initial impact to change us fundamentally marxists anarchist islamists working together they're not even hiding it anymore experts now call it the red green alliance oh they've got a nice name for it now CARE has been marching with Black Lives Matter in several places, leading chants. I want to I want to play some chants. One is from CARE in Florida. The other is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, uh, the Black Lives Matter met and invited speakers to call for the abolishment of police. Israel, the U.S. government. I want you to listen to the chants in both of these cities. Listen. is Florida. So you have the Black Lives Matter chant in Florida. This was a care. This was a care rally. Now they were a little more blatant in Brooklyn. Here's the Brooklyn Black Lives Matter and CARE rally. 
no annexation rally. Resistance is justified. Resistance is justified from New York to Palestine. From Gaza to Minnesota. Globalize the infatata. Exactly what I said would happen is now happening on our streets. And you are not hearing a word about it. Another BLM Islamist rally had the chance of Black Lives Matter, Palestinian Lives Matter. And then they ended with the chant from the river to the sea, Palestinian Palestine will be free which is the call to destroy Israel. Do we have that chant? Black lives matter! Black lives matter! Palestinian lives matter! Palestinian lives matter! Palestinian lives matter! Black lives matter! Black lives matter! From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That means kill all the Jews. That's what that means. We are not dealing with people that want to just have fairness in America. I've got to take a break and then I'm going to come back and I want to talk to you about your church. Because I'm telling you right now, the church is the only thing that will save us. Our churches. But where are our pastors? Where are our preachers? Where are the people that are supposed to stand up for what is right? Are you not listening to God? How can an alcoholic DJ Mormon get this and not you? Back in one minute. All right, so I'm an ideas man. I got a good one for you. Uh, all the uh, all the leftists now are embracing the uh, cancel culture. So, uh, what do you think about joining them? Uh, today is your opportunity to cancel your left leaning cell phone provider and make the switch to America's conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. You you know, Martin Luther King said without the boycott, it wouldn't have worked. Well, we don't boycott things and mainly we don't do it because we don't have something to replace it with. But here we do. Patriot Mobile. These mobile companies are giving money to Planned Parenthood. They're giving money to anti Second Amendment stuff. Stop. Stop. Join Patriot Mobile now. A company that supports our Constitution and puts people before profits. Switching is easy. You can keep your new phone number, uh, keep your old phone number or get a new one. Bring your old phone along or get a new one. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, you can get free activation plus a free gift with the offer code BECK. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. You'll get the same great nationwide service and even better Surface. Uh, they've been named the number one uh, service provider now uh, in the um, uh, in the nation for customer service. Uh, get your customized plan starting at just twenty five bucks by calling nine seven two Patriot nine seven two Patriot or PatriotMobile dot com slash Beck. Ten seconds. Station ID.
I want you to go to the website Black Lives Matter. And I want you to see now they have really toned this down. Somebody needs to go to the time machine, Stu, and get Black Lives Matter from five years ago. Because they were much more clear than they are now. But they still have left all of this stuff in. Black Lives Matter has the family in its crosshairs. They call it a capitalist invention, which is amazing because that's exactly what Karl Marx said. You have to destroy the nuclear family. Now, they say it's a capitalist invention, as if families haven't been around forever since the beginning of time. Please, please hear my voice. Please hear me. A bad tree cannot produce good fruit. A tree that is is calling for such evil as the destruction of the nuclear family cannot bear any good fruit. Any organization that is calling for the running of the Jews into the sea cannot bear any good fruit. You are being played right now. And at least this audience has to wake up. We have been together for years and years. You've known these things were coming. You were like me. I prayed that I was wrong. I, I did not want to be right because I know what comes after this if we don't change our ways. But it's here now. And you have to recognize it. You have to bring your families together. You have to stand for your basic right of worship. California has reclosed the churches. No, no, hold them in open air. No, it is your constitutional right. Churches, rise up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about George. He lives in Ohio. He's uh, he's an architect, loves to draw everything with a pencil. Um, and then he likes to get out there and actually build the things. He likes to take his own hands and and get them into work and turn his ideas into reality. Well, while he was restoring an old farmhouse, he realized the pain he'd been dealing with over the years had finally gotten to the point where he wasn't able to do the physical part much longer. And this really bummed him out because he's not the guy, kind of guy to be slowed down by pain. And um, he's not old. He's not old. What am I doing? Well, thankfully, he discovered Relief Factor and decided to give it a chance because it was drug-free. Sure enough, few weeks, George was back to building the things he sees only in his imagination. He got his life back, and so can you. I want you to call 800-583-84 or click on relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-8384 or relieffactor.com. Call them now. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. And get your subscription to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Save the Family, you'll save some cash. We're 
We're glad you're here. Uh, Helmut Norpoth, he is the uh, professor of Stony Brook University. He's an election forecaster. Uh, and he says that Trump now has a 91% chance of winning re-election. Uh, his website is primarymodel.com. He is the guy who has, he looks at this very differently, and I'm going to let him explain. Um, and let's start there. Um, Professor, how do you, how do you start? What do you discount and what do you count to try to make your prediction? Okay, well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me and uh, to have the opportunity to explain that. Uh, my, uh, my predictor essentially is uh, how the primaries turn out, and particularly the early primaries. And uh, how the candidates do, in, uh, especially in New Hampshire and South Carolina, is a big predictor in my, in my model. And so the fact that uh, Donald Trump won handily, which uh, a lot of people think a sitting president would do, but which often doesn't happen, and the fact that... Uh, uh, Joe Biden did terribly in uh, in New Hampshire. I <laughs> I think he came in fifth in single digits. Uh, now he did better in South Carolina, so that it's offsets a little bit the, uh, the 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 bad showing. But on balance, uh, uh, Donald Trump is the far superior candidate in these uh, early contests, and they're real elections. I mean, they're they're not hypotheticals like 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 polls that are being taken right now. So here's the problem with this, though, um, this year, because I have agreed with your um, your theory is not what the polls say, but the excitement for the actual candidate who has a real momentum and who has excited their base. That's your theory, right? Well, in a way, it's it's more than that, because if you look at New Hampshire, New Hampshire is more than a sort of base election. New Hampshire for all. Uh, practical purposes is an open primary. You don't have to be a Republican uh, to vote in the Republican primary in New Hampshire. You can be an independent, and even if you're a Democrat, there may not, may not be too many uh, uh, this time, uh, you can actually make a change on Election Day and uh, participate in the Republican primary as well. So I would say uh, it's more than a base. And uh, Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so help me out, though, because this primary seems like it happened 14 years ago. There's been so much that has happened Mm -hmm. since that time, and we're a different nation than we were. Um, What gives you um, the feeling that this number is stable this time around? Well, you're certainly right. I mean, I, I don't think I can think of another election year. In which so many things sort of sort of happened uh, uh, since the beginning of the year. 1968 isn't all maybe that. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good comparison, and uh, of course, in 1968, a candidate who was who was in the race early on, uh, sitting president by the name of Lyndon Johnson, uh, decided by sort of this time that uh, he would not seek re-election because of things that materialized and that that uh, that sort of uh, uh, forced him to to re- to, to retire. Uh, well, what I can say is that uh, having having looked at elections uh, for more than a hundred years, like since 1912, and uh, uh, what I what I what I what I find is that the the basic algorithm that I'm that I'm using, and that there's more than than the primary, uh, predicts uh, 25 of those 27 outcomes, uh, and that gives me a certain confidence that sort of in the long run, whatever I sort of detect in these early primaries will sort of materialize in the end as well. So, if, for example, if Joe Biden has trouble 
in uh, in that primary, that's an indication that he might have trouble later on. And Donald Trump doing so well uh, would mean that he probably has a good chance of coming through in the end as well. I mean, that it's an, it's it's a big assumption. It may not be true uh, this year, given all the things that I, that uh, that happened. Uh, you, you'd look at the uh, you're looking at the polls and kind of saying that uh, you're disregarding them, but you're not disregarding all polls, right? You're disregarding polls that are done this early in the election cycle. Is, is that the right way to think about it? Well, my my uh, my forecasting algorithm doesn't use any polls, either either uh, polls right now or, or polls later on, meaning opinion polls, like like uh, surveys of the electorate where they ask questions about uh, what you plan to do. Uh, I don't use any of these polls. In particular, I'm skeptical that the polls right now, let's say in the spring, well, we're sort of getting close to summer, uh, have uh, great predictive power. If you look at, for example, elections from 1948, uh, through the last one, 2016, there were 18 elections. In nine out of these 18 elections, uh, part, a major party nominee who was leading in the polls in the spring ended up losing in November. I mean, that's that's half of them. So I would say that polls right now are doing no better than flipping a coin and predicting what's happening in November. There's a study out that says that they think the average amount of movement in polls from now till the actual election is about seven points, which is a huge swing. I mean, you know, you know, it's a major one. The argument from the other side here, though, is that this lead right now is more like 10 points. And even with a seven point swing, you might not see uh, Trump being within striking distance. Do you put any credence in that? Well, I would say, uh, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, with, with all the things that are happening uh, in this election year, one of the things that has sort of been paused is really the, the campaign. I mean, mm-hmm. neither Trump nor, nor Biden is doing a lot of what you call campaigning, and the, the conventions may not take place in the format that they, that they used to. They, they would have been probably held right now, or they would be held this, uh, this month. And uh, Biden in particular, I mean, is sort of, uh, as I say, hiding in his basement and coming out now and then with some small events. And Trump is trying to do bigger things. But I think overall, I think I would have to say that the campaign is on pause. And uh, so more than more than in any other election, you uh, we ought to discount uh, any kind of a polling that's being done right now. There's an awful lot of comparison between this year and, at least in my book, uh, and 1948. Um, mm-hmm. a, a very unpopular president with the press and everyone else. No one counted on him winning it, at mm-hmm. this point. Uh, and yet Harry Truman beat Dewey, that famous mm-hmm. picture of Truman holding yeah, the newspaper that had already been printed. Yeah, um, yeah, do, you yeah. find any, do you find any similarities between any past elections? Well, absolutely. I mean, the the, the I mean the, the the fact is that in 1948, um, uh, Dewey was leading uh, Truman. Well, he was leading him throughout the whole year, and except uh, maybe in January. Uh, uh, so that's sort of a, a little similar. And when you look at when you look back, and uh, you ask, uh, and, and Gallup actually did this, and I've sort of taken a look at that. Uh, after the election, uh, when you decided uh, to cast uh, to, to, to how, how you voted, you would find that, uh, that people within about the last uh, uh, two weeks, two to three weeks, who decided overwhelmingly uh, went for uh, Truman. There was a big swing 
late in the election, probably the biggest maybe a campaign swing that, that we've ever seen. And, of course, all the polls missed mm. it because they, they stopped polling. Now, I'm sure they're not going to do it this time. They say. They're not going to give it to, to, to Biden right. and say we don't, don't, don't waste any money. But uh, it is clearly indicative that, uh, that what's happening uh, in a campaign uh, can, have, can have that effect. And uh, I would say especially if a campaign has sort of been on pause, as uh, as this one is this year, I, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't discount it. And I mean, we don't really know. I mean, how I mean, Biden will come across when the, the campaign gets sort of really uh, personal, nasty, and you're out there and you have to say a lot of things. So uh, uh, I, I think there are a lot of uh, angles in in, in which the uh, uh, the, the polls mate, uh, may uh, may may swing around. Do you look at the electoral college at all? Absolutely, my, my actually my my prediction this time. I, this is a change that I that I made because of the uh, the split uh, last time. I'm predicting the the electoral vote, and my 91 percent uh, 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 probability is that Trump will win the the electoral vote. I don't say anything about the popular vote. Uh, uh, I could, but I'm staying out of that because in the end it doesn't matter. It matters only uh, who wins the electoral vote and. Uh, uh, so for, for Trump, the, I mean, the important thing is, is to, to hold on to uh, the battleground states that, that he won last time and the ones that, that were sort of a surprise, like Wisconsin, uh, uh, Pennsylvania, and, 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 and Michigan. And, uh, and he can afford to, uh, to lose, the, uh, lose the popular vote. And I would say any, any, popular, any mm. popular vote deficit right now in the national polls of about 2 or 3 percent uh, should no should be no reason to uh, uh, to write off Trump as a possible winner. I mean, he can he can he can get by w- uh, with that again, I believe. And and you have because your um, prediction of the electoral college has has Trump. I think over three hundred and sixty electoral votes, which would be a pretty massive increase. Yeah, uh, that's that would be a heck of a night. Uh, what <laughs> what additional states uh, do you have him winning out of the ones uh, other yeah. than the ones he had last time? Well, I would have to. I would have to guess because I don't uh, arrive at that electoral vote prediction by adding up uh, a state by state by state by state the mm-hmm. way some some other people are doing. Like like five thirty eight will probably do that, and some other some other sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a national figure, so it's a national figure that I track in elections since nineteen twelve. And uh, uh, some people have actually done, done me the favor of figuring out whether that's actually a combination of states that, that, that adds up to that, and, and there is. So it's not, an, it's not an imaginary number or close to it. Uh, but, yeah, it certainly would, would require that in addition to what, what Trump won last, last time, he would also pick up uh, uh, sort of states like uh, Virginia, uh, Minnesota, uh, um, uh, New Hampshire, which is I mean, small, a small part, and maybe mm-hmm. some others. So it's a, it's a, I agree, it's a, it's, it's a tall order, and, and uh, it's sort of pushing it a little bit to, to get to, to get to that level. But, uh, but the point is, uh, the prediction is that he will get more than the 270 required to, to win uh, outright in the electoral college. Hmm. And what did you predict last time? Well, how, I, I, was I it didn't closer have a, last time? Specific electoral college prediction. I simply said that given my uh, my, my my forecast that that Trump had an eighty seven percent chance of winning, and uh, 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 you were pretty alone with that. that. Pardon? Yeah, you were pretty alone with that. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I think I was uh, uh, yeah. uh, certainly in, in March when I when I when I made that. I don't think there was anybody uh, who did that or put any 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 probability on whatever uh, forecast they uh, they were they were offering. Yep. Okay, Helmut. Thank you very much. That's Hel- uh, Helmut uh, Northputh. Uh, he is. Um, uh, you can find all of his work at primarymodel.com. That's primarymodel.com. All right, let me tell you about Barbara. Lives in North Carolina. She has a six-year-old uh, cocker spaniel with, uh, shall we say, eating issues. Her dog doesn't like to eat. Um, doesn't want to eat anything. And on top of that, he's got sleeping issues, so double whammy. Um, but ever since he started using uh, rough greens, everything has begun to change, she says. Everything in the bowl, he licks clean. He licks the residue off her fingers. Uh, he's resting soundly and has a lot more energy. In short, he seems like a younger dog. This is what you'll find with Rough Greens. Now, Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the food, and it contains everything that your dog needs, and they love it. Probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils, just some of the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle, and they're all the things that are in Rough Greens and not found, especially in dry dog food. So give it to your dog, Rough Greens. Try it for 14 days. Get the Jumpstart bag for just fourteen ninety five. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. RoughGreens.com slash back. Tomorrow night, the most dangerous agenda of Black Lives Matter. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we are trained Marxists. The Marxist plot to transform America by destroying the family. We are super versed on sort of ideological theories. Glenn fights back with the facts. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're uh, we're really glad that uh, you're here. There's a couple things that you you need to know about, especially if you're in Los Angeles. the um, The state has now uh, said that they are going to uh, c- continue to keep schools closed. They're not going to call classes back into session. And uh, I heard I don't know you you listen to. Uh, it wasn't the daily today. It was uh, NPR, whatever that thing is this morning. Stu, did you listen to that? No, I did not. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, you're smarter because of it. Um, but I, I'm just a, I'm astounded at their reporting. I'm astounded at their reporting. They're talking about you know California, and uh, and uh, and that this is really a smart thing, and all the doctors agree that this should happen. No, they don't. The American Pediatric Society says this is dangerous for our kids, that will do much more damage keeping them out of school. Well, yes, but uh, we also have, uh, you know, bus drivers might be 50, 60 years old. Well, then tell that bus driver that they should stay home. Let, let, why, why are we keeping all of the kids home for the bus driver? And they don't think about the economic ramifications for the families. How about all of those low-income families that have uh, one uh, paycheck household? How are they staying home? How are they helping their kids? How are they buying an Apple computer to be able to have access to this? Yeah. Um, and, you know, they... Go ahead. I mean, it's just so bizarre. I mean, this was something at the very 
very beginning that uh, scientists were saying this is not a good way to solve this the schools is in particular because of the effect of if you need to have capacity at hospitals nurses and doctors have children so they have to be able to do something with their children to go work at the hospitals at the very least it's crazy you have they, and they they were i will say it does seem like the majority of scientists don't think that that schools are particularly younger kids would be much of a problem it's there, there's a lot of fear going well, it's around not the about just the kids it's yeah it's not just about the kids though they made the point you know we got to think about the bus drivers and the teachers well sure. tell those teachers to stay home if they're at risk they should stay home we are we are quarantining everyone for people that are at risk that doesn't make any sense and then they said oh well the california teachers association had some real concerns about uh about health and safety no they didn't they mentioned that a little bit but they went on and said police violence is the leading cause of death and trauma and it's a moral issue and we should be taking our money from the police and shifting it into education also they wanted a federal medicare for all program uh they wanted to shut down all charter schools they wanted a redistribution of wealth that is the the labor union for teachers in california it has nothing to do with your kids it has everything to do with marxism this is the glenn beck program you've heard me talk about my tacovas boots and how much i love them and what a great company they come from it's a small business that's doing things the right way down here in texas well given the challenges that we're going through as a country tacovas has asked me to speak about something else that comes to mind every time i put on my tacovas boots the cowboy now you know i'm not a working cowboy but i know some of those guys and not being one of them i wouldn't pretend to be but what i see in them i see in other people too because in many ways cowboy is just a mindset an uncompromising can-do attitude a willingness to help even when it's really hard and most of all the cowboy knows that the good guys always win in the end so as you begin the hard work of bootstrapping this country and economy back into shape tecovis has the boots you need find your pair at tecovis.com t-e-c-o-v-a-s.com slash beck tecovis.com slash beck and what do you say Let's all be cowboys. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about our spotlight sponsor. It's American Financing. Do you leave the show in a really bad mood every day, Stu? <laughs> no, I'm always happy and always I... helpful for the future. But... Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> American Financing um, would <laughs> like to help you save money. And right now, um, you really do need to save money. We need to um, put all of our money to the best use as possible, and we and and the best use possible is not sending it to the bank for a higher interest rate than you need to pay. Right now, the interest rates you can get down to like three and a half. That's incredible. If you have a four or four and a half percent interest rate that's on your mortgage without resetting your loan, you could save hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month. Um, That's a lot of cash. I mean, I say yes on that. Yeah, Yeah, I say yes on that. Americanfinancing.net. Call them now. Americanfinancing.net or 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. 15 seconds.
a couple of things I want to talk to you about. First of all, um, you can go into a store now and you can buy an NBA jersey and you can get whatever you want, you know, put on the on the back uh, unless it says free Hong Kong. You can literally have them customize uh, kill the cops, but not free Hong Kong. Well, that was up until yesterday. They said, oh, my gosh, the NBA, we made a mistake. We we didn't. Yeah, we meant that you could go ahead and put kill the cops on the back of the jersey, but but free Hong Kong, that was just an oversight. We we blocked that one. We shouldn't have blocked. You blocked free Hong Kong by mistake, but you left kill the cops in there? There's a statement for America. But even better, can you go to the website? Can you go to Wayfair and buy children disguised as a cabinet? America, there are real things going on. There's real slavery. There's real captivity. Uh, I can't believe how distracted we get so quickly on things like that. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. That's it. So anyone who really knows cooking understands the tools you use are almost as important as the knowledge of what you're doing. Chefs don't just go out and buy high-end, expensive you know, kitchenware. Wow, that's an industrial stove. That's really nice. Wish I had one of those in my house. Yeah, well, here at the restaurant, we just like to overpay for things that don't matter. You buy expensive equipment uh, because it makes a difference. Now, here is a chance to buy something that's not expensive, but is the best in the business. And the reason why it's not expensive, believe me, if this was selling, you know, at Home Depot or whatever, it would be twice the amount uh, that they're charging you. But they go direct to consumers, so they, they cut out the middleman. That's how they can get it to you inexpensively. It is a killer, killer grill. It's a, it's a Rectec, R-E-C-T-E-C. It's a Rectec. Um, they, they have this great marriage of the sturdiness of good old design and the perfection of smart grilling technology, and you can cook anything on it. Follow Rectech on all of their social media platforms and sign up for their newsletter. It's really a way of life. It is a it's a lifestyle and kind of a family once you get into it. It's Rectechgrills with an S dot com. That's R E C T E C Grills dot com. So there's a new uh, conspiracy theory out that kids are being shipped in armoires uh, to, I guess, pedophiles who are buying them on Wayfair. Now, I have to tell you, uh, on the surface, <laughs> this makes no sense. And looking into it, you can really see this makes no sense. And it's a it's a really dangerous conspiracy theory for a couple of reasons. Um Wayfair, first of all, is a company that is doing good. I don't think that they're shipping any children in armoires. Stu, could I get an amen on that one? Uh, well, I've ordered many pieces of furniture from them, and never has a child arrived in any of the boxes, right? which I'm happy about. 
So this is this is like Pizzagate. And I think Pizzagate was another dangerous, dangerous story um, because that one endangered people. This could easily endanger the people at uh, at uh, Wayfair if people believe it. Um, it involves a, uh, a a portion of the Russian conspiracy. Go, you know, you have to use the Russian Google to be able to put the SKU number in, and then you see the pictures of the children. No, you don't. No, you don't. And the reason why I think this is even more dangerous is because this actually is happening, and and uh, child abduction and child sex slavery is worse now because of covid than it has been possibly ever uh we have tim ballard from operation underground rest uh, uh railroad and uh also the nazarene fund on with us now uh did, did you buy your kids on wayfair by any chance tim did you get some because they were going fast i hear <laughs> yeah they sold out apparently from what i saw no that yeah there's no evidence at all that, that wayfair was involved in this but i i'm glad at least people are listening and looking and becoming aware to the fact that it does happen and 2020 has been the worst year ever uh ever maybe in history for children uh we have abandoned them at every turn uh the unintended consequences of this lockdown glenn i mean we have literally millions of additional reports more this year than at the same time last year from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, because these kids are home and we're, we're told they're told to sit here with your laptop, with your smartphone, and mom and dad got to go scavenge for our, our jobs and our food and whatever else. And the pedophiles are home and we're chatting with them. I mean, we are we have labs all over the world and we see the the, the uh, communication and they're basically saying it's harvest time and it is it's harvest time for these kids, Glenn. And uh, the, the reports, we won't, we won't even know the consequences for years to come with millions of lines out that we know these pedophiles are catching our kids. Just just the other day, uh, a guy in this 30 minutes from my house was gaming online with two six-year-old girls from Indiana. Luckily, the cops caught him. He convinced these six-year-old girls while they were gaming. The parents didn't know that they could game with someone online. Um, and these six-year-old girls end up sending the naked pictures of themselves to this 42 year old. Oh my gosh. And and this is happening all over. And it's thanks to the fact that we're ignoring science and locking our kids away from the people that protect them, their teachers, school and so forth. It's very frustrating. So Tim, when you said, when you said it was harvest time, you, you mean that literally that they are actually online. You have seen them in conversations, pedophiles, saying this is harvest time oh yes they are giddy as can be i mean there's two million children who are forced into sex slavery every year so consider the the number that justifies that demand the number of pedophiles out there and they are talking on the dark net and we are watching them and they are literally saying things like or even directly it's harvest time can you believe this they're sitting ducks these kids are just sitting ducks right now and they are they're home alone with their, with their laptops and their smartphones, and the pedophiles also can't work. They're home alone, and they know how to access our kids online through gaming, through just through Facebook. They know how to go undercover and trick our kids, and they know how to get them. This is, this is what they do. And we're just sitting here. So, our, our, yeah. 
Uh, no, go ahead. We're just sitting here. No, we're just, we're just sitting here as a society, and it's, we're not even considering this as part of the debate when we're talking about opening schools or, or locking down economies and shutting, you know, keeping teachers away from the kids and so forth. We're not even talking about the, 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 what's happening to these kids. It's, the FBI made a, uh, they, they warned the nation in March that this was, this was going to happen, but no one seems to care about this. You know, and then one crisis leads to the next crisis, and here we are in this next crisis. And, you know, what happened to George Floyd is grotesque and illegal and horrible. But what are we going to do now? What does defund the police mean? I mean, it's just like defund the police means, that, from what I can tell so far, we're going to defund the proactive police units because those are the first to go. Proactive police units are the ones that are required to rescue kids. So it's like how many times in 2020 are we going to fail our kids by refusing to bring them to the table? Kids can't riot. They can't protest. They can't organize. And so they're quiet. They, they, we have to be their voice. And I don't see anyone doing it so far. So um, let's talk about the things like Pizzagate and uh, Wayfair. Um, those kinds of things, they do happen, do they not? I mean, are, are oh, things okay. being sold? Because yeah. like, what was the... Uh, what was the the uh, the village voice? I think it was had a section where they were actually helping pedophiles buy and sell children. Wasn't it the village voice? Oh. Yeah, no. This is. I mean, I spent I spent years of my life, Glenn, pretending to be a, a, a ten year old kid that sits online to see what people will do to him, and and we've caught I've caught dozens and dozens of pedophiles who tried to buy me as an undercover kid or, or real kids, I've caught them on Craigslist, on Facebook, on every social media platform you can imagine. 100% they do this and they do use code words. Um, pizza was one. That's why the pizza gate that used that name. There was a time when if you're looking for a child, you talk about, I want to order a pizza and that you'd put a Craigslist ad up like that. And then, I mean, we were in the, I was in the middle of that for, for, for a decade. So absolutely this happens. Children are sold online on social media platforms there's no question about it okay so tell me about your thoughts on um uh, epstein uh this case really bothers me for for multiple reasons he got away with it for so long he said he was in intelligence we know that maxwell's father was also in intelligence overseas uh, all these really famous people were involved. What the what? What was that, Tim? I mean, you used to be um, in the government trying to uh, stop all of this stuff. Do you believe this is? Is there more to this than we think? I think there is more to this. I think everyone should watch uh, the uh, Epstein Netflix documentary to understand how this yeah. guy got away with this for so long. Um, but what he is doing, Glenn, truly is being done by millions of pe Americans. You watch the Epstein story. Now, he's different. He's more influential, and he's connected to influential people. And I hope that, that more comes out with the, with the recent arrest of his, of his girlfriend. Um, but this is happening. His story is not uncommon. His story is the story of millions of pedophiles living in this country. We are the highest demand for child rape videos in, in the world. We are in the top three for destination countries, traffickers wanting to get their kids into our sex markets. So this, this is the plague of our, of our generation, so. and, and it's happening every day. And, it's, it's, uh, and we're, I don't know how to wake the world up. July 30th, 
is um, Anti-Human Trafficking Awareness Day. So we at OUR and the Nazarene Fund are going to get super, super loud on that day uh, and try to rally the troops and get people to rise up and be outraged for once, (laughs) for once, get outraged. On something something that we can do something about. Be outraged yeah, on something exactly. we can actually do something about. I, you know, I, I worry about uh, our country, Tim, and I, and I know you do, and, and you were part of Restoring Hope. Uh, and, you know, we are a nation, if you just, if you read scriptures at all, you've heard over and over and over again, he says, I can't save, I'll save the righteous remnant, but I, I can't save, I can't save you anymore if you go into unrighteousness. And, we are sitting here tolerating things and we have to do something that shows the Lord that no, 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 there, there is a group of us here that, that re- we care we, and we want to do something. And it's not all about politics. And I, I think the best thing we can do is to become abolitionists, as we talked about in, in Restoring Hope. I agree, Glenn. You know, there's uh, if we want to help God bless America because he's waiting for us to help him bless us. Uh, there is one thing he's, he's told us that makes him uh, more uh, upset than anything else. I mean, he almost gets, he gets violent in word in Scripture, talking about if you hurt kids, all better than a millstone be wrapped around your neck and you toss into the sea. I mean, those, those are violent words, but they're righteous. I mean, we know how he feels about this. Let's get on his side on this one. It's an easy one to get on his side on, and let's liberate these children right now. Uh, Can I, uh, let me take a break. Get yeah. Uh, let, me, let me take a quick break, and then I want to talk to you a little bit about the covenant that we talked about uh, in Restoring Hope uh, and, uh, and kind of the history behind that. So hang on one minute. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. Um, it, it shouldn't be called the check engine light. It should be called have somebody else check the engine light because you're not checking the engine. Then they charge you a whole lot of money light. How about that one? Um, when that light goes off, especially if your car isn't under warranty, it could be a sensor. And those sensors can run three, $5,000 a pop. It's just a little piece of plastic. I don't understand how that little plastic is doing all that stuff. You can't replace it. It's going to cost you thousands of dollars or... You can get Car Shield right now with a customizable uh, payment plan. They're they're flexible. The rates start as low as ninety nine bucks a month, and then whatever happens, if it's covered, it's taken care of. And those little plastic things, are they covered? Yes, they are. Get your coverage today and see why Car Shields cars go further. Call eight hundred Car Six Thousand. Mention the promo code Beck or visit CarShield.com. Promo code Beck. Save ten percent. CarShield.com. Promo code Beck. Deductible may apply. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right, so um, Tim, you were on with me, and this is something that you have been talking about for a long time. And the more I read, the more research I do, the the more I know this is true that we are a covenant nation, and we are um, we have broken the covenant um, uh, by our acts and our deeds. In fact, we're now to the point to where an adversary, I think, uh, to God in many ways. And uh, we're not going to survive without him. Uh, He gave us this land to protect and to work together and to uh, do good things. 
and glorify him. And we haven't always done that. But right now, I fear we are falling way, way behind. Tell me about tell me about uh, Abraham Lincoln and the covenant. So Abraham Lincoln, you know, the Civil War begins and he doesn't think anything of it more than got to bring the Union back together. The South is leaving. Uh, in 1861, he says that that the uh, uh, that that the, this is not about slavery at all. And, and by 1862, he's singing a different tune. He says this is about slavery. And he's very open about the fact that God has told him that the reason this is happening. In fact, it's in his second inaugural address. He says this is a punishment to North and South. It's the most bizarre speech I think anyone, any president's ever given. In the middle of a bloodbath of a war, people are dying on your side and the enemy's side, and you say the enemy is wrong, but so are we. We are wrong. The North is wrong, and God is doing this. Um, he came to understand that there is a covenant relationship with God and that, and that we weren't getting the blessings of heaven because we were being so unrighteous and the complicity of, of, in slavery even the North was a part of, and he recognized that. And, and said the nation has to turn around. And in 1863, when he finally was brave enough to say it, and, uh, and Glenn, in your program, you had the children read this beautiful covenant where he, he basically just says, God, we're, we're sorry, we repent of our ways. Please bless us again and bring us back together as a nation. And that became the song he sang from 1863 on until finally, and, and then after that point, as you know, you've said this, the, the Union starts winning every single battle, except for one small one, every single one. And, and that's how the covenant works. If we d- recognize the national sin and we turn it on its head and come back to God on our knees, he will bless us. And, and George Washington believed it. The pilgrims used it. And it's, it's our history. And, and somehow we have forgotten it. So the sign of the covenant is keeping the Sabbath holy? That's one of the signs in the Old Testament that's very clear that how to build one nation or God, you need to show God something that, what you, what you, that you believe that there's a covenant relationship, and the Old Testament teaches us that the Sabbath day is that thing. And the pilgrims made sure we knew the same if we will look at our history. As the very first Sabbath they, uh, in America, they found themselves stranded on an island. Um, uh, it's called Clark's Island. And uh, the, the little mat, the little boat had broken, their little shallop had broken, and they, their family was 20 miles away. Their families were dying on the Mayflower, and they were trying to find land. And these 14 pilgrims end up st- stranded, and they fixed their little, the, the mass of the, of, the, of the little shallop that had broken. And they said, you know, half the boat thing was go. We got to go. Our family's dying. And, and the majority said, no, we're staying here, and we're going to worship God. And they found this enormous rock. This, they call it pulpit rock. It's 30 times the size of of Plymouth Rock, and they sat and they worshipped God because they lived and died by this covenant. And they said, we have to show God. The next day, December 11th, 1620, they find their little paradise, Plymouth, and God bless them. It's, it's, these, it's a very simple if-then proposition. If we are righteous, then we'll be blessed in the land. They all believe this is everywhere in our history. The scriptures confirm it, and we need to bring people back to it. So uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to AmericanCovenant.org. That's the right address, isn't it? Uh, yeah, AmericanCovenant.org. And, um, and look at the covenant itself. You can even print one out, um, discuss it with your family, take it with your family, sign it with your family, and make a covenant. This is not about the government. This is about the people. Um, and if there's just a handful of us, 
it it will make a difference um, in the in the uh, in the eternities. I, I really truly believe that, and we have to be a righteous nation. You want to do something that shows that you are on God's side. Remember, He's not going to be on our side. We have to be on His. Fight for his children. We urge you to become a member of OUR and the rescue team or the rescue team with the Nazarene Fund. And that, that can mean that you are uh, volunteering your time. You are pledging five bucks a month. Just make a, a monthly donation of five bucks a month that has Lincoln on the, on the $5 bill. Um, honor the covenant that he made and make one yourself. Um, we can. How much does it ca- uh, cost now to save and rescue somebody? Um, depending in the, in the area, um, we've got it down to like under a hundred dollars. <laughs> believe it or not, in some of the regions we work in, um, other more difficult regions can be up to a thousand. But that's 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 a pretty low price to save a, a child's life. Sure is, um, Tim. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Tim Ballard from the NazareneFund dot org and. O-U-R, um, uh, uh, Rescue Our Children, um, it is, a, it, it is a, um, a daunting task, but one that we can do and one that everyone will agree on. Imagine what an impact your family could make if you could, if you could save one child. You're just your family by Christmas. How many can the people in your office, your neighborhood, your church... Start to work together on something that doesn't cause division, but causes things to unite and all of us to come together. Do it now. AmericanCovenant.org. All right, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Shave Secret. If you if you want a really close shave, you don't need, you know, 14 different blades. You don't need some fancy gel. All you need is Shave Secret. Shave Secret is um, an essential blend of uh, oils that all you have to do is put a little water in your hand, a couple of drops on uh, your hand, and then rub it into your skin. That could be your, your face or your legs, whatever. And it changes the way you shave. The razor just glides over it. It helps reduce or even eliminate all types of uh, shaving irritations for men and women, ingrown hairs, shave bumps, redneck, bikini bumps, nicks, cuts, all of it. Shave secret. It's an important part of our life. You can make it really, really easy now for men and women. Shave Secret available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can just go to ShaveSecret.com and use the promo code BECK. Let them know that I sent you at uh, ShaveSecret.com. Use the promo code BECK and save. And go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Or save the family, actually. It'll save you 20 bucks off your subscription at Blaze TV. Barry Weiss has just uh, tendered his resignation to the New York Times. Uh, in it, uh, he said Twitter is not the masthead of the New York Times. Uh, sorry, her. Um, she said it's uh, it's not the masthead of the uh, New York Times, but it might as well be. Uh, she talks about um, the uh, the fact that there's a new McCarthyism in the halls now of the New York Times. It's a fantastic, fantastic letter. 
uh, that you should be that you should read. We'll give it to you here in just a few minutes. We'll post it at glenbeck.com uh, as well. But it is it excoriates the New York Times. At least one person is brave enough to speak out, although she will be mobbed, mobbed uh, for saying the things that she did. There are a few other people uh, that are already paying a very high price that you need to know about. Andrew Torba is the founder of Gab. Um, Gab, he's a Christian uh, and he wanted just to defend free speech and he saw the rise of censorship. And so he started Gab and it has a community of 4.5 million people from around the world using various alternate uh, technology products such as Gab Social, uh, the Dissenter web browser and people powered news aggregator Gab Trends. Well, he's run into some problems with that. He has not only been um, uh, shut down and squashed, he is being depersoned. Andrew is here to talk about what is happening and who's doing it to him. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I appreciate you having me on. Sure. So now you were banned by both Apple and Google, right? Uh, and and why was that? <laughs> well, they claim that we uh, have hate speech on our website, which, of course, as we both know, is not a legally defined term in the United States of America. The Supreme Court has unanimously ruled uh, that that is uh, uh, 100% protected by the First Amendment on multiple occasions. Um, so I, I'm not sure what they mean by that, but it, it's not only App Source Clan, it's also hosting providers, it's payment processors, it's uh, you know basic level of infrastructure required to, to run websites such as email services. All in all, we've been banned from about 25 or so different services and platforms. And it's not only the business, Glenn, it's, it's also me personally. So I've been banned from things like Coinbase and things like PayPal. And um, now even Visa is, is totally blacklisting us. It's, it's mafia-style tactics wait, that wait, wait, wait. against us. Wait, so it's not just Gab. Now they are making it impossible for you to do a transaction using any financial service. Right. Primarily uh, using services like PayPal or using services like Coinbase. I mean, you know, a lot of these different services have basically you know, a monopoly on transacting on the Internet. So, you know, 100 percent of our business right now is being operated by check by mail. People are actually writing out physical checks and mailing them to a P.O. box uh, or Bitcoin. Right. So that's what we're relying on right now for our customers, because we, we cannot process payments on the Internet. So this is the kind of stuff, you're a Christian, uh, this is the kind of stuff, if you don't accept the mark of the beast, you're not going to be able to uh, do any business. You're not going to be able to have, you know, uh, make any transactions. You're kind of already starting down this road. Yes, and that's why I, you know, wrote a a very long editorial about this, and I'm glad that you and others are talking about this, is because I want other Christians to be aware of this. You know, it's we're not too far away, Glenn, from seeing the Bible labeled as hate speech. And if you are a you know, Christian website or if you're a church and you want to transact on the Internet, um, I don't think we're too far off from you know, seeing exactly what is happening to me happen to all Christians on the Internet. So that's why I'm speaking up about it. I mean, you bring up you know, Revelation 13, 17, uh, you know, any man that doesn't have the mark of the beast uh, you know, isn't allowed to transact, not allowed to buy or sell. 
And that's exactly what is happening to me right now. And I, I do believe that it's largely because I am very outspoken about my faith in Christ. Um, and you don't see too many, you know, uh, technology CEOs that are, are very candid and very open about that. But I'm, I'm very proud of that. And uh, it's not something that I'm going to hide. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. If I had to guess, I would say it's a big part of it. Um, but I'm not going to back down. Um, you know, like you, as you mentioned, we have 4.5 million people in our community from around the world, from all different backgrounds, all different countries, all different beliefs. Um, and we just want to preserve and export, uh, you know, the freedoms that we have here as Americans with the First Amendment to people all around the world who don't have that, that blessing that we have legally here. So you, you don't you protect free speech. So do you allow people to, you know, national socialists? I mean, I don't think the national socialists are any worse than the international socialists. But do you edit speech at Gab? We, we do not. So we do have lines, though. We don't allow threats of violence. Uh, we don't allow illegal activity. We do not allow pornography. Um, you know, common sense stuff essentially do not break U.S. law on our website. Um, and, you know, we have people from all different political backgrounds. Absolutely. We have, you know, people that are support communists and we have people that, you know, identify as national socialists. These people are a very, very small minority. Um, and as long as they're not making threats of violence, as, as long as they're not doing anything illegal, you know, they're allowed to have political discussions. Um, you know, there's multiple studies that show that Gab is not an echo chamber because we allow this free flow of information and this free flow of discussion. And I personally believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant. So, you know, if you have someone that is, uh, you know, a communist, the best way to, you know, convert them over is to, to have a, a conversation with them and, and highlight the ills of communism, for example. So what's next for you? What, what, what do you foresee, Andrew? Um, well, how, how, are you, how are you going to... So they, they, they've attacked us at pretty much every possible angle. And we've spent the past two years building our own infrastructure. You know, um, the left loves to say, if, if you don't like uh, Silicon Valley's rules, go and build your own platforms, go and build your own website. And that's exactly what I did back in 2016. Little did I know that I would also have to build my own hosting infrastructure. I would have to build my own payment processing infrastructure, my own email infrastructure. And that's exactly what we did. So we, we built everything in-house. It took about two years. Um, but now we're very extremely resilient. Um, so there's not many more attack vectors that they can come after us with, um, I guess, unless they get us uh, banned from the post office. <laughs> I, I, and you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Are you uh, are you still able to take um, donations now that you've built your own uh, payment processor? Can you take donations or will you soon be able to do that and take donations or not donations, but subscriptions online? Yes. So we uh, unlike, you know, Facebook and Twitter, we don't sell our users. Our users are not the product being sold. We have an optional subscription service um, that is called Gab Pro that people can upgrade to and unlock additional features on the site. Um, right now we have e-check. So, you know, you can enter in your, your routing and your account number and pay us that way. You can write us uh, an actual physical check and mail it to our PO box, or you can use Bitcoin. Um, so those three options are, are the only options that we have. Unfortunately, we cannot uh, accept debit or credit card because what's happening is someone from Visa, and we've been told this from multiple payment processors, is that someone from Visa is sitting on our site waiting for us to get a processor up. As soon as we do, they contact that processor and they threaten them with heavy fines unless they, unless they remove us. 
So obviously the processor doesn't want to incur those heavy fines and, uh, and they end up removing us. So we literally have, again, mafia-style tactics here with someone at Visa sitting on our site and, and watching for us to get a new processor and then immediately, you know, basically threatening them and attacking them unless they remove us. So, you know, we do have several options. Why would they do that? Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm like, not dismissing. I know they're doing it. But why would they sure. do that? Well, because we're growing like crazy and uh, we don't have any dependence on corporate advertisers. You see, um, you know, this boycott of Facebook advertisers. So they're going after Facebook's, you know, cash cow, which is advertisers. We don't have that problem. We're fully funded by our users. So, you know, they just don't want our users to be able to support us and pay us because we've been growing like crazy. Our traffic is up, you know, 22 percent month over month. Um, You know, we had our best month ever for revenue, despite being, uh, you know, blacklisted by Visa and not being able to accept credit cards. So we're growing and, and, um, you know, they don't like that. The the powers that be don't like that and they want it to stop. So that's why we're, we're under attack is because we offer a viable alternative to Facebook and to Twitter and to uh, all these, uh, you know, big tech uh, tyrants that that are silencing Americans and, and people all over the world. All right. So your website is gab.com, G-A-B.com. Um, you might want to check it out uh, for yourself. I am uh, I'm warning you that uh, all of us are going to be in this situation if uh, we don't change our ways uh, soon. Um, but uh, he is ahead of the ahead of the game. And Andrew, I wish you the best of luck. And if there's anything we can do to help you, we stand behind you uh, 100%. We don't have to even agree other than we agree in the Bill of Rights that everybody has a right to their opinion, a right to speak out and and be heard in the public square. That doesn't mean they have the right to be uh, endorsed or even uh, claimed to be accurate, but they have a right uh, to say it and only the speech that we all despise is the speech that needs protecting. Thank you so much for doing that, Andrew. I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. God bless. David, he's a listener. He lives in Pennsylvania, found himself suffering from regular pain in both his shoulder and his foot, and he heard about Relief Factor a long time ago. He decided that he's going to give it a shot. Sure enough, when he took it, the pain went away in only a couple of weeks. Now, most people would be satisfied by that, but most people aren't David. After about a month, he's like, you know, I'm not sure if this stuff is actually doing anything. <laughs> he sounds just like me. And he stopped taking it. Bang! Here came, here came the pain again in the shoulder and the foot, just like before. Needless to say, David learned his lesson. He got back on Relief Factor, and within a week, his pain was gone again. Now he takes it daily, and he's never been happier. He got his life back. I got my life back, and so could you. With Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. It's 800-583-84. Just try it. You have nothing to lose. Try the three-week quick start. It's 800-583-84 and get your life back with relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Tomorrow on GBTV, on Blaze TV, my program at 9 p.m., we're going to talk to you a little bit about what is going on uh, with, um, with Black Lives Matter and, and others now that are trying to literally kill our families. Uh, it is a remarkable 
um, thing that everyone is overlooking. Uh, their stated goal is to end the nuclear, traditional nuclear family of the Western world. Uh, they say that the family with a mom and a dad and children uh, is a capitalist invention. I don't know if their history books, you know, don't have anything past, what, 1760. Uh, but uh, families have been around forever. I don't know if they know that. But um, they're trying to end it. And there is an assault on the family. And there is an assault also on the church. Tomorrow, we talk to you about the family, and we have a promo code uh, for Blaze TV. We urge you to watch tomorrow. Call your friends, your family, call your church members, and tell them to watch the Blaze TV tomorrow night at 9 p.m. You can subscribe today and save $20 with the promo code SAVETHEFAMILY. That's Save the Family. Um, if this doesn't convince you that we are working against not flesh and bone but actual evil um i don't know what will i don't know what will and i don't know where the churches are i was glad to see there was a um, there were several hundred people that went to the golden gate bridge uh and they were protesting uh the uh, the governor's uh, governor newsom's new law of no singing or chanting in churches who do you think you are Still, they don't have a problem with people screaming at each other and screaming at people right next to each other without a mask uh, in these protests. But I can't sing at church. And now he's doubled down and I think he's closing the churches in California again. Don't do it. Find an open air place and go back to worshiping God. We cannot allow this government or any government to dissemble those people who are worshiping God and praising him. We need him now more than ever. And if the religious people in this country do not stand up, you are going to lose your rights. I mean, did, did you hear the guy from Gap? I mean, since when did since when is Ford racist if a Klan member buys a Ford truck? Yeah. That, that, that is, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's the opposite. Like we li- part of the development of our civilization is the idea that you serve people you don't agree with and maybe don't like. You know, every restaurant you go into has some gigantic Bernie Sanders supporter working at it that is serving food to you. And every every time some leftist goes into a restaurant, they're getting served by some Trump supporter. That is that's civilization is what it is it's that important you're not supposed to be doing this and they're continuing to do it because it's being praised they're being you know the 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 barry weiss thing you talked about earlier is a major development i mean you know she is one of the most outspoken voices and a really good voice uh when it comes to uh working for the new york times and her calling out the times in this way a lot of credibility Mm -hmm. she used to be at the wall street journal right i mean she's I, I I can't remember everything, but she is very, very credible. She's been oh, around super, for a yeah. long time. And very smart. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, look, and, she has different views. She's right. not like a, a hardcore, like, you know, talking points generator, which is great. You want voices like that. It was a good hire. And, of course, they've blown it by, as she points out, letting Twitter be the editor of the New York Times. I mean, that is, that's a, what she a says, hell of a statement. Listen to this. My, fo- my own forays into wrong think at the Times have made me the subject of constant bullying by colleagues who disagree with my views. They have called me a Nazi and a racist. 
she wrote a book about anti-discrimination if i'm not if i'm not mistaken about uh, about uh anti-semitism and how to stop anti-semitism she said my work and my character are openly demeaned on a company-wide slack channel where masthead editors regularly weigh in some uh, some co-workers insist i need to be rooted out of this company if it's going to be truly an inclusive one other employees just post axe emojis next to my name holy cow i i think she has a lawsuit here this is the glenn beck program